When we think of robots, we might think of the Terminator, Westworld, or even something completely different, like Big Hero 6, a story about a young boy and his soft, medical robot companion, Baymax. Doughy and malleable, a robot like Baymax is kind of like the holy grail for scientists who are working on making soft robots. That is, robots which aren't made of metal or plastic, but instead of stretchable, supple materials like rubber, gels or even fabric. I guess in general, a dream robot for personal use would be a companion, right? That was Ilse May van Meerbeek, a PhD student at Cornell University who is working towards a future where we might all have a soft robot companion in our homes. A soft robot would be a good sort of way to develop that dream robot because since they use inherently soft materials, they're safer for human interaction. And also some studies have shown that we may prefer physically interacting with soft items over rigid ones. But apart from having a huggable helper around the house, what else might we want a soft robot for? One of the big ones is prosthetics. Being able to make a comfortable prosthetic that is also able to sense being touched and being manipulated would allow someone who needs the prosthetic to have a more comfortable interaction with that prosthetic and also a more meaningful one. Soft robotics has also been explored as an option for surgical devices to make surgeries less invasive. Traditional surgical tools are metal, and so as those devices are inserted into the human body, they may partially damage tissue on the way to their goal. If you had a material that was soft and could sort of make its way to the specific point without damaging tissue along the way, that would be preferable. So, having robots made out of soft materials sounds ideal. A classic comparison is when you think of a robotic hand. A hand made from metal normally could only pick up objects with the specific shape it's been programmed to, like a ball or a stick. But because a soft robotic hand could respond to whatever shape it's in contact with, the same hand could pick up an object with pretty much any shape, which is much more like a human hand. But there are additional challenges in making soft robots, too. One of the other challenges in soft robotics is being able to reliably control them. For a robot to be able to be controlled, it needs to know its own shape, similar to us humans needing to know our configuration. You know, it'd be really hard for us to walk without knowing what position our legs were in. For rigid robots, as long as you have good sensors at all the joints, you can know the state of the robot. But for soft robots, because they're stretchable, a shape change for a soft robot would ideally look like the shape change that an octopus experiences when it's moving or manipulating something. So it would be sort of a a smooth bend in its tentacle or a twist of a soft leg. They can deform in almost infinite ways, which makes it a lot harder to know their state. And so what we did instead was to embed a network of sensors that we could use to detect whichever type of deformation we chose. Just as humans have a nervous system that we use to know where our body parts are and what is happening to them, soft robots need to know where their different parts are too. And because they're made of things like rubber, soft robots can bend and twist into all kinds of shapes. So they need a really good sensory network to detect whatever shape they're being squished into. So the sensing mechanism that we developed is a silicone foam with optical fibres embedded into it. So just sensing light intensity. And so we can shine light into those optical fibres 
and then read the light that comes back out of those optical fibers. And as the foam changes shape, the light intensity leaving each optical fiber changes, and we can use that information to detect changes in shape. In other words, Ilsa made a soft robot that essentially had its own nervous system made up of optical fibres, which meant that when they changed the shape of the foam by twisting it or bending it, the robot knew exactly what they were doing. Looks like cuddly robots might not be so far away then. I think what the research I've done tells us is that we may be able to make soft robots that can sense really complex types of deformation and therefore be able to use that information to interact with the world and with the environment in more meaningful ways. Mm -hmm.